Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we are talking to the Day Nights. Check it out. Hey, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I am talking with Christy, Sean, Rick, Eric, Tim, and Ryan from the band The Day Nights. How you guys doing? Hey. hey. All right, hey. good. Awesome. And joining us are fans, Lori, Danielle, and Antonio. How are you guys doing? Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Exciting. Awesome. Awesome. It's so good to have all you, all you wonderful people together. Um, I was saying before we got started that I've been listening to the Day Night EP. Um, I was excited about it when I heard about it just because I thought, you know, this is something um, that is different for me because I'll be honest I'm usually like a heavy metal person and um, but I do you know I grew up listening to um, all kinds of different music and I, and I love uh, R&B and soul and rock and I love the way that you guys have fused that together and this album is fantastic the only bummer so far is that there's only five songs <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. more is coming <laughs> all right awesome awesome yeah. we're working um, on it cool so uh, I kind of want to kick it off with the fans uh, to talk about like how you got into the day nights. Um, so let's start off with uh, Antonio. Um, I got into the day nights um, basically through Christy. Yeah, yeah uh, just right. hearing, yeah, hearing her sing, man. It was we were both at the EMU together, so that was like the beginning of like our acquaintances, if that's the word. Um, but I got into the day nights basically through her and man i've been hooked ever since awesome cool and you guys are both from emu mm-hmm. we're both uh, with the emu <laughs> i am an emu graduate as well me too yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me too all right awesome so like all a, of us. <laughs> i should also <laughs> i should it's also note that antonio wrote the liner notes uh that's gonna be uh in 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 the physical product he's, oh, a, cool. he's a hell of a writer yeah uh, thank you thank you <laughs> cool uh so let's uh switch over to Lori. yeah sure so i mean i first learned about the day nights as i was writing about a lot of local bands for my blog the strat set list and i first met actually rick and eric when i had put together an article last year about their about the uh, grove studios equinox party and that's how oh, i cool. learned about the day nights as i realized they were both in a band together and then came to learn about the day nights and then um Never got a chance to see him live and always wanted to. And then I got excited when I heard Cherry Blossom come out, I think earlier this year. It's kind of like the first single. And I thought, these yeah. guys are really good. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> so then I looked forward to hearing Not Tomorrow when that came out. And then I was excited to hear the EP and then have a chance to talk with Christy uh, for a piece I did for my blog recently. So it was fun to be able to hear all the hard work that everybody's put into the EP, which I think is awesome, by the way. Cool. cool. Thanks, Lori. Thanks, yep. Lori. Uh, and Danielle. Hi. Um, I'm Danielle. I've, I've been a fan of the day and night since, um, Brian actually showed them to me. Um, I've been to their shows a couple times and I really like their music. I think it's just really calming and I actually play it for my rabbits that I have and they really like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like really nice, like driving or just hanging out kind of music and and yeah i just cool like it fantastic 
So um, I am, I, I was really curious about the, how you guys came up with the name. So I saw like on the website, you've got the yin and the yang, um, you know, day and night. What about that concept um, felt like it matched your band? <laughs> throw it out to who's gonna go first on this one because i i it's been our name for so long i can't even remember how exactly it happened oh, I tim said it i remember, I remember it <laughs> um it kind of started out i think because we were meeting on friday nights um oh originally. yeah and we called ourselves um but christiana or no we we just started the friday nights or something yeah. like that but right. we shortened it up and made it day nights, taking a day and night. Yeah, right. Yeah, because we were like a, a side project, aside from Abe, maybe, and we would meet Friday nights. Just for fun. Without just, Ian and with Just Christy, a jam. Right? And with Sean, too. Yeah, yeah, just a jam. Oh, so you guys actually just started as a side that, you know, just to get together, play music, and then decided, hey, this is working out, and kept it going. Well, at the time, I didn't have anywhere else to go. Uh, so <laughs> they they let me uh they, the practice place that they had they allow let me just jam there uh -huh. and then like Rick and Eric would come sometime and then as time progressed I saw uh, Tim and Christiana so yeah it and, out for me. and we <laughs> I didn't go have to fill out an application or nothing <laughs> <laughs> not anymore man you're permanent <laughs> you're permanently hired uh but. Sean and and me and Eric uh, played in a band a lot of years ago in a band called Jameson, and that's how we knew each other. And then at some point we ended up playing in Abe Maybe together, uh, Eric and I, and that's how we met uh, Christy and then and Tim too. We were uh, man, we were sharing a rehearsal space with another band, and it was just this. You know, um, over at Spur Studios, we all yeah over at Spur Studios, and so we all kind of came into it. But like me and like Sean said, uh, you know, me Sean uh, or me Eric and Tim and Christy were all playing a band called A Maybe, um, and Christy was singing backup vocals in this band, which you know, like if you listen to that record, you can hear yeah. her voice, but it's not uh -huh. the voice that she uses in the day nights. It's you know, it's just a different thing altogether. But, um, and sometimes after a maybe band rehearsal, we just kind of hang back, um, after the lead singer would leave. Cause he had a longer drive than, than most of us at the time. And, and we kind of jam a little bit afterwards and we always ended up like leaning into funky stuff because we all have a, a real love for, for that. You know what I mean? So, uh -huh. um, yeah, I'd probably start playing some kind of meters like riff or, you know, chord progression and, and then, cool. you know, then the rest happens. I mean, <laughs> the rhythm section kicks in because those guys are awesome. And then Sean with his blazing guitar and, and everything else that goes on. I mean, it's it's been really fun to add the layers and, and now having having keyboards right having ryan play with us is incredible um like he brings a, another layer of sound that i don't think we've ever quite had as a as a group and even in other bands i've been in awesome awesome um yeah i i love the 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 concepts of uh the music that you have so, you know like cherry blossom you have that kind of uh almost 
electronic, you know, the really cool keyboards going on there. Um, but my favorite song is Coastlines. Ah, that, me too. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That Love it. Is such same, a, same, such same. a great song. And you know, I I got this kind of feeling, um, almost a flashback feeling of uh, Big Brother and Holding Company of oh, Summertime. Wow. Um, hey, John likes John, that. John wrote that. Um, <laughs> he's saying that, but like the solo that I do, I got that riff from Big Brother and the Holding Company. <laughs> wow! Yeah, so inside scoop. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was I was curious what what inspired that song besides the the riff that Sean's playing uh well i guess as far as like lyrics well sean had played that and one day i was just like oh i like that we should use that and then you know we just started playing whatever and then um i guess i just started writing and started thinking about you know like stuff that was going on and mm -hmm. doors just started flowing so yeah, well, I would definitely say blame it on Sean. He started it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that kind of gets into another thing I was really curious about is like, what is that writing dynamic like? Is it, does it start with a musical theme and work itself into a lyrical theme? Or do you um, do a combination where you have, like maybe Christy has some really cool lyrics and you work some music around that? Or is it, uh, how does that work for you guys? It's a little bit of both. We um, usually it starts out with somebody has something, whether it's just like a riff or a melody, and then mm -hmm. we just kind of build off that. I know, like October seventeenth, that was a song that Tim and I wrote together, like without the band, and we brought it to the band, and they just added way more than what we had to begin with, and it made the song a thousand times better. Um, but a lot of the times, I think it usually just starts with one little melody and we just build off of it. We just build off each other. Awesome. That, that's that's kind of how like Coastlines was. I, I did that riff and Christiana said, don't forget it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it went from there. So, said, don't forget it. so it worked out. Yeah, and we usually go back and I mean, you know, um, some somebody will add a bridge like like in in uh in coastlines you know like like I, I if i recall correctly tim tim basically wrote that bridge that you know where it gets kind of heavy at the end and mm -hmm. uh and it took me like a million years how to play it and everybody was kicking me uh all the way through <laughs> uh but we, we we got it and uh yeah, it's, that's a that's a fun song to play. But like everybody always tends to add something somewhere and and it usually winds up feeling, you know, you, you, unique to us, I guess. Um, I, I think that's where the sound comes from, because everybody in the band gets to kind of put their mark on it. There's you know nobody comes with a completely finished song. And I don't know, sometimes that might create a little frustration. <laughs> um, but but I think it I don't know. I, I like the way it turns out at the end, you know, when you hear it back on the recording and you think, okay, that everybody put their mark on it. And, and, uh, that's where the sound comes from. Yeah. The format of, uh, can't stand it was like two, like two or three years ago. Oh, and we didn't, we didn't, that was the last song we finished. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it just takes us a little bit to figure out which what direction we want to go with it. 
Yeah, that tune's got that great kind of psychedelic vibe I like um, toward the end. It's fantastic. I was like, wow, where did that come from? <laughs> uh, whose fault was that? <laughs> <laughs> like that was a little bit of everybody. Yeah. And Sean, Sean always encourages me to, to get faster and louder. <laughs> so, which is good you know because i mean that like takes me back too i mean i i really dig the the like the neo soul and funk and old school soul kind of stuff um yeah th- being able to throw in some like jazz licks but then i if i do that too often then i like definitely need to like get back into the into the 90s that's kind of where i started playing drums was back with uh you know like seattle grunge and oh, right. old uh, alternative art rock and progressive stuff and yeah, so I'll throw my throw my Matt Cameron from Soundgarden on, on those kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I, that that would be more like the coastlines. Uh, the uh, sorry, which uh, the song? I, I forget the names. Can't stand it. Yeah, right. Yeah, can't so stand it. Yeah. that yeah, that's definitely more psychedelic. Definitely like '60s kind of '70s, you know, full on vibe. Yeah, little Very who. Cool. Very cool. Um, I was wondering, how do the songs change from the first time that you play them to where they are now? We keep playing them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we get better. I, we get better at playing them. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like they kind of they find their groove. I sometimes I feel like it, the tempo changes. Like we find a we find a better pocket or a better groove to some degree. I mean, sometimes when I listen to older stuff, I like back cause we record pretty much every rehearsal. And cool. so every now and then I'll hear when we first started to play something and it's sometimes it's slower, sometimes it's faster. So like, there's definitely like, I feel like we settle into a thing that feels good versus just saying, Oh, it should be, you know, X amount of beats per minute to give it this feel like we're not technical about it. Mm-hmm. I think it just, what feels good to us. So I definitely think that changes. And then I think some things like, I don't know. I mean, after we record something and it's kind of like, you know, it's, you can't change that once it's done. Um, I know I personally, like I do kind of try to stick to the song the way we recorded it. But like, I don't know. We also improvise too. And, and live who knows what might happen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah even even that starts to change too i think i kind of do the same thing you know like once we record when we go into the studio we usually get it in like three takes you know and sometimes it's not so it might be any one of those takes too um so we're kind of going in improvising you know and then and then like rick was saying you know once we get that recorded it's like i'll try to stick with some of the like the more signature fills and feels or whatnot you know but then mm-hmm. we play the same song live like a hundred times and it changes just it has its own life nice uh so antonio or Lori, do you guys got questions um uh, my question is what happened to black sheep uh, <laughs> what that's, happened that's one of you guys signature songs and it wasn't on the album i was oh. low-key heard about that what happened to black sheep? that's my jam yeah yeah that's my jam. maybe we can that's do a, a cover album maybe, we have talked about that album. that's more of a legal thing though isn't it you gotta ask yeah. permission to like that anyway right you have to know the rights for that for sure 
And, and Tony, you just got to keep coming to our shows, and we'll play it for you every time. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I come to every show just to hear Black Sheep. <laughs> album came out, I'm like, I know Black Sheep on here. And it wasn't, I'm like, ah. Oh, I'm right. glad that people appreciate that, because I feel like the first time I told them that I wanted to play this, I feel like they were looking at me crazy. <laughs> 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 because that song is not like anything that we really do but I was like no this song is so good and every time we play it there's always one person they're like oh my god I love this song and they just go crazy so yeah. I'm glad that you appreciate that song as much as I do Antonio um, we like to we like to we like to rock uh when we can for sure cool I think we have a video on our uh, YouTube um, <laughs> YouTube channel that Antonio recorded of us playing <laughs> yeah. that at the blind thing. That's right. I recorded just for that moment. I'm like, I, I need to get this on my yeah. camera. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to see that out. That sounds good. <laughs> um my I have a second yeah. question. What was the first song you guys recorded? Oh. For the um for the project. Uh, Cherry Blossom? Well, it was Cherry, Cherry Blossom, Blossom. Yeah, Cherry Blossom, I think. I think yeah. we did uh, Cherry Blossom on October 17th, like the same day, I think. It was at the same time, yeah. Yeah, yeah we were, we were record, uh, those songs were recorded in uh, Tapwater, uh, Tapwater Productions in Detroit. In yeah, the, Dylan in the Wade. The old elevator building. Um, what is that, in Bricktown? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, give it up to Dylan Wade. He's yeah, still shout out too. to Dylan Wade. He doesn't have a studio there, but very nice. Yeah, they priced him out of the they priced him out of the the lease. That yeah. typical in Detroit right now. In in really Spain. really good engineer too. Amazing, mm -hmm. yeah. Really Dylan's good awesome. Who who's responsible for the mix on that album? Um, yeah, Jeff Michael. Jeff Michael. So. That's crazy. I recorded with that guy way back in the day. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he's been doing it for a long time. He recorded the first record that we did together, uh, the Jameson record uh, that we did many years ago. Uh, so we've been working with Jeff for a long time. I've worked with him on a bunch of other projects outside this one, and he's awesome. And then we the other songs we recorded with, uh, with uh, Taylor Greenshields um, at Fundamental Sound Company. And he's awesome too. <laughs> Am I missing anybody? <laughs> nope. No, I think that's it. <laughs> the five songs, our list of people involved is like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you got to do, man. You yeah. got to have the yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect people to make some perfect album. For sure. So, Lori. I have a question actually about so when you look at the, the sequence of the tracks on the, on the project, did you guys want to have a certain flow in mind as you were recording the tracks to see like what you thought would be best to open with and what to close with, or, you know, were those, was the order deliberate or is that just kind of how it ended up? <laughs> we just roll the dice and <laughs> yeah. I, I think yeah, there was some thought into it. it for sure. Yeah. We always do that. Yeah. Like every show, pretty much every show we have, our set list is different. I mean, we usually start off with the same and, you know, we usually end, with the same like two or three but we always put thought into like okay what sounds good right after this what sounds good right after this what is the best song that we could close on what's the best song we could open on so we definitely always like 
consider that and take into, I guess, consideration of the best flow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Setting up a set list is not my department. Eric can vouch for that. <laughs> when we're me and Eric been playing together for a while, and the few times that I did a set list, the band is tired by like the fourth or fifth song. So <laughs> a lot to do years. that job anymore. <laughs> I feel like some people are just better at set listing. I, I don't know what it is, but um yeah, it's a special it's a special skill, I I, I think. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things you gotta think about. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to yeah, kill the band in the first four songs, but right. <laughs> or the audience. Or the audience. Right. Right. Come out right. screaming. Right. <laughs> and then whisper the rest of the way. No. Right, right. <laughs> this band is getting really boring now. <laughs> <It's gonna> go. <laughs> we do you gotta have that beer break in there. So yeah. There's that too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um I have a I have a separate for question. It. For um Ryan. Um, you are, I believe you're the newest member of the group. How's like your integration been with the band so far? Uh, well, um, he just quit. Actually, he's still hazing <laughs> in the hazing process. <laughs> Awkward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just oh, quit. No. <laughs> you know, um, like I, had, uh, I, I was saying just just a little bit earlier, um, uh. I've been a fan of the day nights uh, since the beginning and um, I've been talking to Tim and I, I actually mentioned this to Tim a few practices ago. Like, like I like this came into fruition. I've been watching you guys. I've been wanting to play with you guys and it happened and here I am, you know what I mean? But like the actual transition into playing, I was, um, well, we practice at Grove studios. We have an extremely professional space uh, to work in, which is awesome. Uh, Grove is amazing. And, this is a paid advertisement. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Listen. And um, just I, I I just feel like just the just the the nature of practice and just the smoothness of how the band works together has just been really refreshing. Um, uh, like we get there, we have um, two to three hours to work, and and everybody gets there ready to work. Everybody gets there just ready to cultivate and, and create. And um, I, it just, it just seems very organized, but at the same time, um, just, you know, it, it, it's, it's just, it's just fun. We're just hanging out. Um, we, we're, we're bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, we are, like Rick had said, we're constantly recording our practices. So we get to listen back to those ideas and come back the next week and elaborate on them. So yeah, um, it's just, it, it's, it's been an extremely uh, smooth transition into an already um, polished and um, just well-oiled machine. You know, like they, they, they already, everybody already has kind of their own pocket and everybody already fills their own space. And, um, they've been just extremely welcoming and it's been, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a really fun, uh, experience to work with them. Thanks for saying yeah. all those nice things about us. Ryan. Very nice. Yeah. I think, I, I think Ryan's got a really good insight into the band just because he is the newest, you know, 
Um, he, he's, you're definitely our biggest cheerleader. I'd say that. Um, I am. Yeah, Ryan, you've been, you've been there for, for the tough talks too lately. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. By, yeah, by the way, that, his, his nickname is electrifying Ryan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Nice. <laughs> uh, so uh, Danielle or Lori, do you guys have any other questions? Oh, I did. Um, I'm wondering who has the funnest role in the band? Which part is the, the most fun? The most fun? I think Sean has the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I, 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 uh, I agree with Eric. I have a lot of fun at practice, one way or another. I'm always going to bring some food. I'm always going to bring some drinks. So we start that. And, and sometimes a, a shoulder massage. It's great. Wow. <laughs> Full featured That's guitar a, player. He is. Good to have a, a professional masseuse in your band, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where do you work? Plug your, plug, plug your, uh, your. I'm not plugging them. Grove Studios. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Sean. Sean, we always joke uh, that 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 him and I together make the perfect guitar player. Uh, <laughs> that's we we're like the yin and the yang guitar player, and um, I I think it's cool. Like, I just as a guitar player in the band, it's it's fun to be able to um, you know some some guitar players that I know would never entertain playing in a band with another guitar player and uh you know haven't been playing with sean for as long as i have it's it's really cool because sean does stuff that i cannot do um i've tried um and I, I i can't do what sean does um and so you know some of the most blazing solos on the on on the record are are definitely sean signature sean blazing solos and um i appreciate that and you know, since Ryan's been in the band, he's bring bring a lot of like some of the new stuff that we're writing um, is bringing a different tonality and sound. You know, he's got a wide variety of synth sounds and things like that. I make synth sounds uh, with my guitar and people don't even know it's the guitar, um, <laughs> which is fun for me because, you know, I, I don't know. It's it's just an interesting thing. So like on Cherry Blossom, there's a synth sound happening, but um, it's not a synth. I mean, it's a. I guess it's a synth, but it's a guitar synth. Oh, okay. So I was I thought that nice. was like a keyboard, so that's you. Yeah. Yep. That's Rick. Yeah. Very cool. Because that tune had a um I don't know if you guys remember this the mm -hmm. band My Dear Disco. Yep. Yep. That yeah, yeah. I love them. I love yeah. them. That that <laughs> tune reminded me of of My Dear Disco a bit. That's and, cool. I I appreciate that. I like I like that band a lot. Um I when they were when they were when they were hot they were hot that was yeah great band yeah appreciate that yeah um i have a question i have another question rick you just said you guys are writing more music can we expect another album that's the plan yes. <laughs> and more more than five songs ah. oh all right yeah we're, we're going for six this time. I, <laughs> Right. Just one more. Each, each album, yeah, we're gonna add an extra yeah. song. It'll be thirty seconds. We're gonna work our way up to like a double live, you know. 
for the fiftieth yes. anniversary. Cool. Do you, any timeline for that thing? I think are we shooting? We're shooting for spring, aren't we? I thought that's what we're, we talked about. We're definitely uh, wow, spring. We're definitely uh, in the works and trying to you know keep our flow going. I think uh, last time we kind of got distracted a little bit, but. Um, you know, we got some ideas and now we've done the first one. So it's going to be easier for us to do another one. So awesome. we're definitely working on some. We have one song that's like almost done uh, and have more on the way. So, you know, let's not put a time limit on it because greatness <laughs> nope. cannot be. No right. pressure. <laughs> this is some new. No pressure. Can you give us a preview as to kind of like what the new material will sound like? Um, you know, is it kind of an extension? Yeah, yeah. Give us a preview. The EP, or do you think you're going in a slightly different direction? You know, like genre-wise, or like from a creative standpoint. Uh, my opinion is, I, I think we'll we'll have the same feel, but just like a different sound. Does that make sense? Yes. Same feel, but different sound. Yes. It's, I think. Yeah. Um, I th sorry. Go ahead, Sean. Oh, we have a new voice, and he's uh, Ryan is directing us in a in a, um, a different way, um, making us reach out and do stuff that we weren't doing before. So, uh, like certain things I have to learn, you know. Before it was like it was just five of us, so I kind of knew exactly what I can do and couldn't do. And it's like you never want to be uh, fighting with the other musicians you always want to find your place and make sure it's musical so it's going to take a minute i feel as though it's going to take a minute but i think we're on a good path i think we got a good groove um as christiana would say we have a good vibe so i think <laughs> it's going to work i think it's going to work you know yeah ryan's uh, definitely pushing it more in like an electronic and uh even a little bit of a progressive um mode i'd say Nice. Not huh? like not like crazy progressive, you know, not like we're gonna <laughs> not like like King Crimson. King, yeah, King no, Crimson. King Crimson. Yeah. no, no, no. No, I mean more uh more, you know, just more the arrangements are a little bit more uh thought out in the beginning. Well, I've seen Ryan perform live and it's 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 pretty awesome. So I'm excited to hear like how he's gonna bring that to Electrifying. The <laughs> Electrifying yeah. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it, it's already been said, um in this talk too i mean um the day nights have always been um it's 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 said neo soul soulful and then we, i heard rick and eric both and and sean all, all three of them say that you guys you you take it heavier you take it to like a rock feel there's just a, there's a lot of layers to what your songs already are and your live performances already are so the, the day nights moving forward is going to continue to be what it already is, which is just, it, it's just an eclectic, um, just a skew of different genres and just energy feel, you know, it's just gonna, it's just gonna continue to be what it is. But yeah, it's just, um, I, I, I definitely think that the, um, the, the music is the music that the, the day nights make definitely, um, has a lot of layers to it, you know? I think we're always open to like new flavors. That's why I like Ryan. Ryan will bust out this like you know synth sound that remind like literally transports me back to like the eighties or something, and I'll be like, oh, I forgot how cool that keyboard that sound can be, and how can we 
how can we use it? You know what I mean? Like, right. like, you know, um, when you have like a palette like that to work with, um, I think you can come up with some pretty incredible stuff that, you know, like combinations of things that people haven't heard before that make it feel fresh. Um, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I get excited about too, where it's like, yeah, we are pulling together all these more classic elements, but, but how do you, how do you do it in a fresh way? You know? Yeah. It seems, it seems really like there is elements of like the early nine eighties to two thousands that are being fused with just like the newer like neo soul progressive genres. So it's just like, I like, I like, I get that. Like I've, I've heard that from a lot of my friends. They're like, Oh man, this like sounds like some like hiatus coyote shit. Like this sounds like some <laughs> new neo soul stuff, but also I'm hearing some just like, 2000s like like soul like pop, like pop soul like i don't know it, it it just it bridges the gap between the generations for sure very cool yeah, christiana has like surprised me big time and got and bringing some heavy stuff to the to the floor like really into it you know like really dig in some of the heavy guitars and like in the beginning i would have never imagine that we we're going to do anything like that of course yeah i mean the black sheep thing i mean that was kind of an aberration yeah she's actually she's actually told me that my guitar is not heavy enough and she wants me to <laughs> break out right. the fuzz pedal i keep That's the true. fuzz pedal is going to blow out my amp but i i have a feeling i'm gonna have to break it back out for this next this next effort because you know it's fun but I'm like, is that is that gonna ruin my speaker? <laughs> it's so over I'm the like, top. I'm like, keep fuzz, doing but... that, but do it more and do <laughs> yeah, it louder. Like, keep that. That's the sound. <laughs> right. So we all kind of like to rock. Be. I think you know, like we we like we're all rock music fans. So you know, that's always gonna bleed in there somehow. <laughs> Honestly, I said if you probably if you heard us jam, and then you hear the outcome of what we can do like how we put it together, you'd be really shocked because mm -hmm. we can do it all. Like we've been in jams where like Ryan went into like a, was a Zap and Roger type thing. Mm -hmm. Just went to complete, like we went completely that way. And then we can go into something like really, you know, like nice and soft. We can go into stuff jazzy. Like everybody's coming from different elements. It's a great gumbo, a musical gumbo. That's how I look at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're, we're constantly learning from each other too, because there's a lot of stuff that's introduced to me that's really new to my ears. And yeah. then I have to figure out how, you know, where's my place with this kind of style? Because a lot of the newer music is not necessarily guitar, uh, you know, like where the guitar is not in front. Like I grew yeah. up like listening to Hendrix and, you know, Clapton and all that stuff. So like the guitar is more up front. How do you make the guitar compatible with this music without it dominating this smooth style or this kind of style or something like that. So yeah. I'm constantly learning. Yeah. And then uh, I was going to say that kind of style reminds me of like Steely Dan. They were masters of, of integrating really great guitar into like the music without it being the, the guitar up front. We've, we've got some Steely yes. Dan fans in this band. <laughs> yeah. I must admit. <laughs> it's the, the dad rock for the dads <laughs> the band speaking of steely dan um oh, uh, my dan's um, here good friend yeah dan uh, just 
joined us, um, Steely uh, Dan himself. <laughs> is that what you call him? Steely? That's awesome. On cue. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I made it just in time. Thanks, thanks for joining, Dan. Yeah, happy uh, happy to get the chance to swing out here. So, well, log in, I guess, you know. Yeah, cool. Awesome. <laughs> And, and so it sounds like you're a friend of Ryan's. How did you get into the, uh, as a fan of the Day Nights? Um, so I actually play uh, in another band that Ryan's in, Violet Soul. Oh, cool. Um, and we've played a number of gigs uh, with the Day Nights over the last couple of years here. Probably, man, three, four years now that we've been doing stuff together on and off. Um, yeah. So, yeah, just always really uh, enjoyed the, uh, musicianship, the music, uh, you know, whether it's original or cover choices, definitely like in service of the music has always been something I uh, appreciated about the group. Cool. Very nice. <laughs> and I will say, speaking of fans, I am definitely a big fan of Violet Soul. Um, <laughs> I think that you guys are awesome. I love Angelina's voice. Um, the first Dude. time I heard her, I was yeah. like, hold up, that's not her. <laughs> so, um, I was really excited when Ryan, you know, decided to come over because I like what you guys do as well. So it's been fun. Yeah. Very, cool. Very cool. So I've got a question and it's kind of like, it'll be around the horn because I am always curious about, um, people's origins of music and uh especially like what was the very first album that you bought with your own money so uh let's start with sean with with my own money yeah and that could be like birthday gift or something you know something uh first first one that you wanted to purchase and you got uh, the first one i purchased with my own money was prince controversy nice awesome (laughs) that was the first one i ever did very nice uh, Ryan, how about you? Um, uh, Jay Z's the back, back album. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Antonio. Uh, my first album that I purchased was Fall Out Boy Infinity One High. <laughs> wow, awesome! Yeah. Very cool. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Lori. <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> All right. Very nice. That's a good one. Uh, Danielle. Um, I actually, I went out and bought a Beatles um, album for my dad. When I, that was one of the earliest songs. My dad really liked the Beatles. And so I went out and um, picked one up for him. Very cool. Good choice. Cool. <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong there. Uh, Tim. Um, it was, um, so I actually bought the CD twice because I broke it. And I really, really <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, they were the starting line, which is like a power punk band from the 2000s. Cool. Kind of like Fall Out Boy a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Rick, how about you? Uh, I I was trying, man. You yeah, you got me going like way back. Like how how can I remember that possibly? <laughs> you see like the the, the rack You're of so CDs old. that I have behind me. <laughs> I am because I've I've got all the mediums. I've got tapes. I've got CDs. Right. And I've got vinyl. Yep. 
but I didn't start collecting vinyl until later. So like vinyl wasn't a thing for me when I, but like tapes were hot in the eighties. That's, you know, when I was a kid, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it was like, I think it was run DMC raising hell. Awesome. I think I, I'm, you know, and then, yeah, there was probably beastie boys licensed to ill came pretty soon after that. I was, <laughs> I was really like into the, the hip hop thing at that, at that point. Cool. Uh, Christy. Uh, I want to say the first one that I probably bought for myself was probably Mariah Carey, Emancipation of Me and Me. I still listen to to this day. Very that was nice. my father's favorite album. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I should, if we're mentioning anything like that, like uh, there was probably some Huey Lewis in the news in the mix there too. Oh yeah. Like, right along with the hip hop. Yep. <laughs> you know. It is. Uh, Eric, how are you? Oh man. Um, so 1987, I had never bought anything before music wise. And I saw, I remember seeing, um, uh joshua tree uh video <laughs> i don't even remember which song but it was on you know mtv back when they played music videos <laughs> yeah and and it just stuck with me and then i went on vacation with my family to toronto and walked into a record shop there and wanted to buy joshua tree but ended up walking out with a tape of um it was like the in god's country uh single or something oh, and i was like oh i got in the car and only had two songs i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> but, was it but like yeah a that single? was <laughs> it was yeah rock a single yeah. oh man <laughs> yeah i, I hated beat, those things man. i forget i forget what the b-side was but those things yeah were yeah yeah i listened to that pointless. thing I, I think i broke the tape <laughs> and uh, and then damn. got the full version oh, oh cool awesome <laughs> Sorry. that's good Dan, how about you? Uh, it's it's hard to remember back then. I had a lot bought for me as a kid, like you know, some Stephen Curtis Chapman. Uh, <laughs> but uh, probably the first album that I bought for myself was uh, System of a Down's Toxicity. Yes, right. Yes, it's <laughs> probably the first one that I spent my own money on. Fantastic! That's a great. That's a great choice. Yeah, you know, an angry 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense, yeah. I mean, yeah, Hot Topic did an ID at the time, so, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> ready. Right. Uh, so, Dan, you know, I'd, I realized I didn't give you a chance to ask a question of the day nights. Do you have one? Oh, uh, probably not right off this. <laughs> Like with some context, yeah. I mean, I've talked to uh, all of them a bit. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys have already covered some of the stuff with like the new album, just yep. how that experience was. Uh, but that was more what my questions would be. Besides, like, I know you guys have been doing some work uh, on new music, integrating Ryan, all of that. So, do you, do you have slightly any curious about what the. What's your question? We didn't ask that much. I know, I know. Ask, ask any question, you're good. You know, I you know I can't not keep talking. What's your favorite uh, breakfast cereal? 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess the only thing is like, what are, what are you guys uh, working on next? What do you think your next steps are? I, I, I mean, we're writing more music right now um, for sure. And T Tim and I are getting all excited about cell phone video techniques. Right, Tim? <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're uh, going gonna to get crazy with it, I think. We were, we were up pretty late one night just, just like on Instagram, like like shooting stuff back and forth. And, and there's some there's some profiles that, that I was following that some of the stuff that people are doing with using cell phones for video is, is mind-blowing. So there might be – there's there's video in the works. Cool. <laughs> So, what are we, what are we gonna do? To invest in that down. equipment. What's that? <laughs> no, I said it, pay, it pays to invest in good equipment like cell phones. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, like the technology nowadays. Like the cameras on cell phones are like on par with regular video cameras, and sometimes like even better. So, but it's just like the form factor of a phone. Like, yeah, you always got a creative tool in your pocket. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We have to put it out there that Tim can do it all. Tim plays drums as well. He can do uh, video work. He can do it all. So whatever we need, Tim is uh, the person. We, we, we kind of go to him first and ask him questions. And he kind of guides us. Uh, you know, we have an idea and he tells us what we need to do just on that format, just like on video format and stuff like that. And like I said, he plays drums sometimes. So like when we get a chance to jam, Tim does it up. You know, he'll jump off bass and jump on the on the drums. He plays keys too. So yeah. stay tuned yeah. for the new Day Nights album featuring Tim Blackman only. Get a whole album right. with just him coming soon. Yeah. There may be some yeah, instrument switching going on. Eric Eric was we were playing something the other day. Eric was playing the the, the keyboards. Yeah, I play the Tim mean one finger drums. keyboard. <laughs> And what we came up with was actually pretty cool. It was pretty fun. Good stuff. So talking about the video technology, have you guys done li a live stream, the whole band together, like uh, playing? We did before yeah. before the pandemic hit, We right? right Just before that happened. And then yep. uh, we did Tiny Desk once. Right, with Alex. We did that uh, for a competition or something like that. We did Tiny Desk. Um, we did, uh, we don't know what happened to it, but we did a, a concert for a video and we haven't seen it yet, but we did one. Oh, with Decipher. Yeah, so we just haven't I'm seen the video. It was a live yeah. stream, though. It wasn't uh, a live it was stream. A live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. we're, yeah, we've been talking hopefully. about doing the live stream thing. I mean, it's, um, it, it's interesting because Bandcamp just uh, announced their uh, yes. ticketing platform today, you know, the paywall. Yep. Everybody's getting into that game. I mean, uh, I was looking at like veeps.com and, you know, um, trying to see if, you know, there's a way to, to do that on do that online. But yeah, the Bandcamp thing was announced today. So yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think, we're going to have to <laughs> at some point. Yeah. The best thing, are not happening. Yeah. I think the best thing to say with this band is expect the unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well guys, I, um, we only have time for like a, a one short, well, one more question and uh, <laughs> it doesn't have to be short. It can be as long as you want. 
Um, but I'm curious if you could go anywhere in the world right now and it, you know, it was, it was safe to travel and you, you were wanting to go somewhere, where, where would that be? We've been wanting to go to Brazil so we can play a gig with, uh, Alex Pino, um, and then he, <laughs> he, he was, he was our original keyboardist when he was here. Uh, that was last year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. October. We saw him last October. That was the last time we saw him. I think was October yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. His, his wife was on a, I think a residency or something at U of M. And so he, they moved here for that and had to move back. But while he was here, he played in like, three or four different bands. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. He left his mark for sure. Uh, and he's such a great guy. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I, I was thinking Brazil too would be really cool. Um, to do some kind of a tour. Um, Ipsy to Brazil. Right? <laughs> I, why not? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. And, and, I'd uh, like to... uh, Lou in the gallery, um, that Antonio plays with. We were gonna oh, do that. Man. That was yeah. that was that was that was on the that was on the docket. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We're supposed to tour with, 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 with Louis Picasso in the gallery at some coming. All right. Cool. When, when there's such thing as touring again. <laughs> hmm? So uh, how about uh, how about the fans? Where, where would you guys travel if you if you could right now? And uh, start with uh, Antonio um actually brazil yeah <laughs> I've, right. I've always wanted to go there <laughs> nice <laughs> so if i can go to brazil and see the day nights that'd be like a gift on top of a get that'd be perfect right there yeah the ipsy brazil tour i see it happening Listen, i promise you yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> awesome uh dan how about you uh probably ireland I'd probably go back to ireland that was just a really cool space and you know it's an island they're able to keep a little bit more of the uh, corona control there you go <laughs> uh corona, Lori. Control. corona uh, control for sure <laughs> i'd say tokyo i've always wanted to go there um they have a great music scene i've always wanted i know there's some other detroit artists that have toured over there in the past when it wasn't covid so yeah you know, the dna should definitely go to tokyo <laughs> i'm into yeah. it I'm I'm with it. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I would say I would really want to go to uh, London for sure. Oh, down. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, they're the musicians. Uh, the musicians over there are incredible. Um, yeah. And there's a real appreciation for like live music and yeah. artistry there. So definitely. Mm -hmm. They have a different. They have a different appreciation for music over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have they have any uh, London fans like discovered the day nights yet? <laughs> I don't know. We're working on it. We got, yeah, we'll get it on a fan in uh, Poland though. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's reached cool. Me, reached out to me this morning and was asking um, like when he buys a CD if we could sign it. So yeah, nice. that's awesome. I, I was going to ask you guys, but I figured now we could do it here. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I, uh, yeah. I've been looking at our like um what are they called streaming statistics i guess mm -hmm. yeah and um we get a lot of plays from random places that i just look at sometimes i'm like oh who's that <laughs> who's listening there <laughs> <laughs> um so that's kind of cool and it's like 
I mean, our music is out there. You never know who's going to hear it, who's listening or where. So I think that's uh, really cool. So you never know. We could be playing in Australia right now. <laughs> that's right. That, that's what I was going to say. I'm trying to go. Oh, yeah. Australia. Australia. It's like, I'll go, in there. <laughs> <Right now. laughs> I'll go anywhere that I can pronounce the country. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> if I can't pronounce it, we can't go. <laughs> I'll go anywhere. We'll get you a deep. translator. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could pronounce all of them, so that means we'll go anywhere. <laughs> I hope I can pronounce them. <laughs> uh, Danielle, how about you? Um, I would actually pick everybody up. You know, I'd get Dan from Ireland, and um, we, we would all we could all fly over to Brazil with Antonio, and we can go to a day night's performance. Fantastic! Yeah, both pianists. Yeah, I think that's the that should be the goal for you guys. Uh, yeah, and, you I'm know, trying to play with Vino. Let's go to yeah. Brazil. I changed my I changed my Australia. <laughs> I wanna I wanna I wanna duel the I wanna duel the Vino. Yeah, the, the dueling, dueling, dueling keyboards would be epic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, there you go. That would be awesome. That's a goal. I think as soon as this uh, pandemic is over, that you guys you know. Get the next album out there and get this tour set up so we can go enjoy. But, you know, start here so that we can enjoy it first and then <laughs> head down. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, I thank you so much for being on Fans with Bands. Been great talk with you. Uh, as I expected, you're all fucking awesome people and the music's wow. fucking awesome. I can't wait to hear the new stuff. I'm super excited just hearing about it. Um, so, do a live stream with some of that new stuff so we can just have a little taste of it. <laughs> we, we I will for feel sure. very much infatuated with, yeah. with this current stuff right now. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. <laughs> thank Thanks you for having us, Charlie. Thank you, everybody. Take care. Thank you. Right. you have a good one. Yep. Peace. Bye. Peace. Thanks to Christy, Sean, Tim, Rick. Eric and Ryan of the Day Nights, and fans Lori, Antonio, Dan, and Danielle for joining me on this episode of Fans with Bands. Go get a copy of the Day Night self-titled EP. They do an amazing job of mixing soul and rock, featuring stunning vocals, grooving riffs, and top-notch rhythms. They have it all going on, and I'm sure you will feel this music in your soul. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industries, such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can support your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, consider following Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams.